just what are the key steps to getting email signups from Pinterest? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. And if you're not familiar with our format by now, here's a little reminder. Each month, we focus on a different marketing method like email this month or SEO, Facebook ads, etc. And then each week, I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making that marketing method work for you. This month, we're all about email marketing. Last week, we were doing list growth on your website. And this week, we're doing list growth from Pinterest. And one of the things I love about our monthly focuses is that I often get to kind of expand the boundaries of your thinking about a marketing method or do something a little bit left field, a little bit unexpected. And that's why in this episode, we're talking about Pinterest and specifically how you can use organic Pinterest posts to grow your email list. My guest, really knows Pinterest and she is not holding back with the tips she is sharing. So you can think of this as a little mini masterclass in how to make organic Pinterest work for you. And we are getting deep into the email list growth side of things as well. We're going to get into all of that in just a moment. But first, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Pinterest marketing expert, Laura Reich. Laura's been helping business owners and marketers improve their Pinterest performance for over a decade, sharing the best strategies and how to make those strategies work time and time again for you. One of the latest areas she's seeing success in is using Pinterest to grow your email list. And that's what she's here to tell us all about today. Hello, Laura. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you here and to be, you know, exploring one of these things which I think all business owners are obsessed with growing their email list. And Pinterest is also, I think, in the world of e-commerce, Pinterest is one of those things where like, I'm sure I should be doing something with it, but I'm not sure what. So if we bring those two together, this is like heaven, quite frankly. So I'm really forward to getting to all of that. But first off, give us a bit of your background. How did you get into marketing and Pinterest and email and all these lovely things? Yeah, absolutely. I actually started out as a virtual assistant years ago, and I was doing all the things and getting really, really burnt out. I had one kid at the time. I now have three. Um, and back then, I was just trying to figure out how to not be so stressed out all the time while earning the income that we needed. And I had gone to school for graphic design, still had a love for design, started working on Pinterest when it was invite only for some of my clients. Yeah. And really just started seeing the growth that was possible for them. And then the 
availability and ability for me to have a structure that I wanted on the home front. And so I started niching down into that a little bit more. Nice. And and clearly it's been a good place to, to be because you've been there for over a decade now. Yeah, it has been. I It didn't happen right away. You know, when we try to figure out where we want to go, you kind of get that pullback and, and the scared feeling. But ever since I've done it and it's been Pinterest only, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, tons of businesses have seen growth and my family loves that I work from home. Like I said, we have three kids now and they're all stay at home kids. So it's, it's amazing. Excellent. Well, let, let's, um, let's get into sharing some of that amazing stuff with the audience. So why should we be putting use Pinterest to grow email list on our to-do list? I think the biggest thing is really we should focus on the fact that Pinterest is not social media. So we are on Pinterest reaching someone who is already problem aware. And that could be for e-commerce, anybody who is looking for a solution for something in their home or a product that they want to purchase, whether it's to improve a situation or just enjoy something they're still technically, quote unquote, problem aware that they want this item. And so you can get past that stall of, do I really need this? Or is this just being marketed to me? Or, you know, how can I benefit from this? And you're getting into the people that actually are ready with the credit card in hand to purchase from you. And so once you leave the social aspect behind and you focus more on what are they searching for and how can I present myself in a way that shows them that I am the solution for them, then it's just the golden ticket or the yellow brick road, so to speak, for them to follow you down that path. I like that. So Pinterest is the graphical version of the video version of that is YouTube and the text version that is Google is basically what we're saying. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So this is not as simple as just putting a post live every week saying sign up to my email. I'm guessing. Um, So so is there some prep work we should do, some foundations we need to have in place before we can start deploying this strategy? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing obviously is going to be some sort of lead capture prior to the purchase. And that's something that can be a little tricky for e-commerce because you have to kind of think outside of the box in what can I offer them? What can I entice them with to do that exchange of the email? And so you want to make sure that you have some sort of freebie or content upgrade, coupon, whatever it is, but you have that landing page available readily there for them to say, oh my gosh, yes, no brainer. Here's my name and email. Because that's what you're going to use as a link back when you set up your pin. So you have to initially have that. It's not going to be just to a product or just to a shop page. You want to make sure that you have it optimized for that email capture 
After that, then there's a couple things for Pinterest specifically that you want to focus on. And one of those things is going to be that image that's going to attract somebody to click through. And that's really something that, again, is a little bit more tricky for e-commerce because when we think of e-commerce, we think of a product image, right? When you put it up on the store, like you think, okay, I want to showcase what people are going to purchase. And that doesn't necessarily need to be the case for your Pinterest image. Pinterest is a visual search platform. So while you can do images of your product, you want to also have keywords and targeting in that pin image for what you're going to offer, what you want them to do, what action you want them to take, like all those marketing steps that you have to do in terms of like call to action, that also is going to go into that pin image. And so you want to be able to figure out how are you going to attract that person, your ideal person, to your content? And then are you telling them exactly what you want them to do, right? And so fun, quick little story that I like to tell everybody too. I mean, we've said it, I am married, I have three kids. I am stay-at-home mom. So when I walk around the house, I go downstairs and I look and my husband's sitting on the couch and there are toys everywhere. There's laundry everywhere and it just frustrates me. Like, I was just working. What are you doing, right? But if I didn't tell him, hey, I'm going to go record a podcast or send an email or whatever, I need you to please help clean up the living room. He's not going to know that that bothers me. He's just taking a break himself from working, right? So if I'm not very clear with my husband on what I want him to do, how is he going to know he's not a mind reader? And neither are your audience or your clientele or your customers, right? And so if you are sending out an image onto this visual search platform and you are not specifically saying, hey, I need you to quote unquote, clean the living room, they're not going to do it. That example and everything you've been saying makes me think of someone we had as a guest on the e-commerce master plan podcast a while back, a company called Kineta who sell matcha green tea for whom, you know, their whole mission is about helping people improve their energy levels. So they've got this free email course on how to improve your energy levels. Now, from what you're saying, they are not going to put a picture of green tea and as their Pinterest pin. They're going to have a very tired looking lady yes. with want more energy, click here for our free course as their Pinterest pin. That's what we're saying, isn't it? Yes, 100% that's what we're saying. And then the next step to that is test those, right? So that's another foundational thing is don't just put one image out there of want more energy, click here to the free course with a tired lady. I mean, what if it was you and I and we're like, we don't relate to this lady, right? Or what if it was my husband? He's not going to relate to that lady. And so you want to test different things. And maybe somebody doesn't know that they want a free course. Maybe they don't know that they're going to get those things. So maybe say, you know, click here to get our four tips and you're not going to know 
number two because it's a secret or something like that. Or like number three is our favorite thing. Is this something you've tried before? And so get a little creative with that because you create that type of emotional response with them along with the image, along with the keywords you're putting on there. And then it's like that, you know, powerful punch in terms of bringing in that audience and giving them that specific yellow brick road path where they have no other choice but to give their email and then purchase from you down the road and things like that. So I have about a million and one follow-up questions right now. Yeah. But before I hit those, if we covered all those key foundational elements, yes, or do we, we want to just in case I'm about to preempt? We have covered No, them. that's totally fine. Let's cool. rapid fire. Cool. Let's get rapid fire then. So what we're saying is you we need these strong, powerful images and we need to test them. So if we've come up with, I don't know, five different images. Do we post them all in the next hour? Should we spread that out? You know, because if we if this was a Facebook ad campaign, we put them all live at the same time and we'd see what happens. If this was our social media channel, like our, our Instagram feed, we're not going to put them all live at the same time because our feed will look scammy um, or spammy even uh, is what I meant to say there. Uh, but, you know, it's like, do we, so how do we go about doing that test from a practical standpoint? Yeah, great question. Okay, so two answers. If you are doing this only organically, then you do not want to put that same pin URL multiple times. We do it in what's called an interval. So wait anywhere from 14 to 21 days. And you can kind of ebb and flow that number. That's not a hard and fast rule. But you do not want to post that URL multiple times back to back to back. They don't necessarily track the other times. Like, um, so like you were saying on Facebook or Instagram, the feed, they're not going to look and see if it's the same image, if it's the same feed type look. The way that they track that is really that URL. And so you have to be careful how many times you share one URL out into the world. Now, with that being said, if you're going to test and you're doing five images for this one, let's keep on that green tea, right? The energy landing page. If you also have a opt-in form on a short blog post or below a video you did, that can be a separate URL that you can then also share out and still work on getting those email captures in for that sequence that you're trying to do. I would keep those tests separate because again, you're doing a different, you know, type of bringing them in. It's not that static landing page. The flip side, if you are looking to put money behind your pins and you want to do Pinterest advertising, you technically only need three to four images to test and you put them all out at once so that you can see apples to apples what is doing the best with the targeting that you have. Because you're doing it with an ad, it's not going to be considered spammy because you're putting money behind it. They know that you're trying to test and see which image is going to do best. So should we 
test with an ad and then organically post the best performing ad? Or do we test with organic and then take the best of the organic into the ad? There you go. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) Yeah, I like that question. Um, I always tell everybody to start organic, right? Because, I mean, unless you don't have time and you want to work through that. Personally, I'm an organic person. So I like to test an image on Pinterest. I like to test the landing page, get 50 to 100 subscribers, see how it's converting, make the adjustments from there before I put the money behind it. Because really, to me, the reason I'm putting the money behind it is to amplify my results. And if I don't know what those results are, I'm amplifying nothing right now, right? And so I could be amplifying results to a leaky faucet where maybe my funnel has holes and people are falling through the cracks. And so I always like testing on organic. Again, if you don't have, I don't like saying the word patience, but if you want to get it done faster, then you can test on ads because... Pinterest is long term game. And so it does take a minute to get indexed and have your content shown where you might have to wait 60 days to start really understanding which one is performing better. And so if this is something that you are looking to try to get those results quicker, then maybe putting a little bit of budget behind it is the option that you choose. So Coming back to what you said right up at the beginning, that Pinterest isn't a social media channel, it's a search engine. It makes me think that sticking to that organic side, we should think of each of our pins as kind of like a fully optimized SEO blog post Yes, with slightly different criteria rather than thinking them as a throwaway social media post because they could have a very long, long lifespan. Is that how we should think about it? One million percent. Yeah. The lifespan of a Pinterest pin versus any social post you put out there. I mean, there's so many different numbers and stats out there, but I think it was averaged to be like six to 10 times longer than anything else you would put out there on social media. Because people will search something. And if you have been indexed on the platform or optimized on the platform for that phrase, it doesn't matter if you posted it three years ago, that's what's going to be showing up. It's typically what I say, I do something called, I love to do something called pin hacking. And so before I do my pins, I go out on the platform and I'll search for what I feel like they are looking for. And I will try to go through that top 10 image search, see what those top 10 pins are, click through them and see where they take me. What is offered? Is it the right help that they're looking for? Is it the product that they wanted? Those kind of things. If there are gaps and holes, that's what I want to fix first before I put my pins out there. So that way I can make sure that I've pin hacked my way to a strong, strong funnel. Got you. So if there's kind of three things you could talk about, about whatever your lead magnet is, and you search the likely search terms and the existing top 10 pins cover two of those, you'd focus your pin on the third one 
the blue yeah. ocean, the space, the opportunity. And yep. we haven't spoken much about the text of a pin, as in not the text on the image, but the text that actually comes. What are the key building blocks to creating the text bit of a pin well? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, there's a couple of different things that you guys can go into. The text on the image is going to be searchable for keywords. So you want to make sure that you have the title on there that's not only going to invoke that response, but also be indexed for that keyword. And then you have another place when you're uploading pins to Pinterest to put another title. You don't always have to have the same title as what you have on the image. You can switch it around to have a similar keyword, but maybe it's different. So, I mean, e-commerce is going to have different things. You know, one of the things that I would give off the top of my head is like Pinterest marketing. So maybe a different key phrase that I could do is Pinterest for business marketing. And so those two are very relevant to each other, but that slight change is going to help me in ranking for if someone's searching it differently than what I was first thinking. And so that's that title text that you have. And then the third place you have to rank for is the description. And so this is where you want to stay very conversational. You don't want to do the keyword stuff or anything like that, but you want to give them that direction, right? Okay, so they've seen the call to action. Do you want more energy in your life? You know, click to get this free course. That in the description, you can say things like, we're going to talk about you know, three steps to getting that energy. And I really think that number two is best for stay at home moms. And number three is amazing for anybody else in your life, right? And so then that way that kind of starts to help them visually see like, are they still a fit for this? Because when you see the pin first, you click on that, it's going to pull it up larger and that's when they're going to be able to have that opportunity to read the description. And so that's almost like your second way to say either yes, for sure, keep clicking through, or mm, maybe you thought it was a good fit and it's not anymore. And so you want to keep that conversation in there while also including another key phrase or two. So that way you have anywhere from three to five key phrases by the time you're done with the image and then the text on the title and the description. Awesome. Laura, you are a fount of useful information on Pinterest. That's been brilliant. Well, look, we're going to pause now for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of email marketing. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. 
Okay, Laura, so far we've gone deep into list growth via Pinterest. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of email marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with email marketing, which does, of course, include everything we've already been talking about. Laura, are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? So I think the biggest thing is if you are new to the platform, spend some time doing that keyword research. The keyword research around what your opt-in's gonna be, the keyword research around what your audience is already searching. There's analytics on the platform that are by far better than any analytics you've ever tried to look at in terms of what their interests are, what their search like is right now, what the top five searches are for if you type in a key phrase. So spend some time around that and make sure that your profile is set up with those main keywords, because then you're going to be given a relevancy score when you start pinning these images. And so sometimes people just overlook their profile and overlook their boards and jump right into the pins because they know that's going to bring them in the traffic and the leads and the sales. But you have to focus on that foundation first. Nice. Okay. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? There is a really cool free tool that is called trends.pinterest.com. And that actually will show you, again, those key phrases, but it'll allow you to see when they are trending. So you always want to pre-plan ahead, like if Valentine's Day is coming up or Thanksgiving or a different holiday for where you are, you want to try to start that anywhere from 60 to 90 days prior. Because like I said earlier, when we were talking in the podcast, it can be up to 60 days or longer for you to start being indexed and shown for those key phrases. So go to this free tool, again, trends.pinterest.com, type in the key phrases, it will not only give you suggestions, but it will also show you the graph of when those searches start to peak so that you can pre-plan when you're going to use those keywords. Very nice. Love. That's a brilliant tip. Okay. If someone listening wants to learn more about email marketing, is there one cheap or free resource you'd recommend? Yeah, of course. So I have personally a free resource that helps kind of break everything down in terms of audience targeting and keyword research and pin designs and all that good stuff that we've been talking about today. And so if you go to laurareich.com forward slash pop, P-O-P, there will be a free download that you can use to go through each of these steps that we've talked about. And then there's also a free class uh, video training to help you with each of those steps. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, Finally, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? I think personally, I love this question, by the way, I think it's really fun. But I think personally, I know that other social platforms are focusing more on short form video content. 
And I think that there is a time and place to repurpose that type of content. I think that Pinterest is going to open up our idea pins and our video pins to help more with that repurposing and with leading back to the lead captures and the sales pages and the and the funnel that we want them to go down. Because right now, idea pins cannot be linked to a specific landing page, but they can be tagged with products. And so my prediction is that with these changes in social, Pinterest is going to try to compete and open up linking on idea pins and make it more accessible in terms of not just sales of the products, but also the email captures and the traffic for these different offers. Ooh, nice. You heard it here first, everyone. A top prediction for what's coming next on Pinterest. (laughs) Um, Laura, we're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business? Yeah, absolutely. So everything is laurareich.com, R-I-K-E. And there are tons of free resources on my website that can take you any direction that you are in your business, whether it is beginner to advanced. And I love having conversations. So if you do go to any of my social media channels, please give me a shout out and let me know that you heard me on this podcast so that we can connect. Very cool. There you go, guys. An open offer to connect. Um, Laura, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been fascinating learning from you. Um, and, And thanks for sharing quite so much with us. It's been brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So you've got it, a little mini masterclass in organic Pinterest posting, loads of cool ideas in there, plus those step-by-step pieces to getting email subscribers from Pinterest itself. Loads of cool tips in there. Um, I'm not going to reiterate them all because it will take me the whole time of the existing podcast, Uh, but you will be able to find, or you can right now find, the links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, our notes on uh, on Laura's tips and more at keepoptimizing.com. Plus there you can sign up for our monthly Q&A webinar because yes, as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I've invited all our email marketing specialists to join us for a live Q&A session at the end of the month. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. To register, just go to keepoptimizing.com where for free, you can sign up to be on the list to know when the webinar is happening. And actually, you can see when it's happening on the website too. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then do check out last week's episode when we were talking about increasing list growth on your own website using quizzes. And please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.